This is your host, Natalie Allport, former national team athlete and entrepreneur, and welcome to the All In Podcast, where I share stories, interviews, and advice with the goal of helping you go all in. Hey! <laughs> What's going on? Not too much. How are you? I'm good. How have you been? Oh, I just see Jenna saying, hey. What up, Jenna? Oh, Jenna. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, I've I've been good. Like, what have you been up to throughout this whole crazy quarantine time? Oh my gosh! Well, kind of been keeping busy. Like, I've been dirt biking and like mountain biking. I started doing that more, like downhill stuff. Um, skateboarding, pretty much anything to keep active and busy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I totally feel you. It's it's cool. At least for action sport athletes, you can like yeah, hop on a bike, hop on a skateboard. And yeah. do those individual sports. Like, I can only imagine for people who play, I don't know, like hockey. Like, what what are you going to do? I know. I don't know what you do. Rollerblade? <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, I've been rollerblading. Cool. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess you could just practice stuff on your own. But it doesn't really, uh, yeah, match up to the same level. Like, you can't join your team or anything. Yeah, it sucks. But, I don't know. That's the world right now that we live in. Totally. So how, tell me about like your season leading up to this whole thing. Um, I think like, did you guys have nationals that got canceled? Yeah, I was there like, like during nationals, we were all kind of like waiting to see how it was going to play out. And they canceled Big Air first, which was like the last event of nationals. Yeah. And I was like, oh no. And then they canceled Slope the day of, mainly because of weather. But like, I think they were going to maybe cancel it anyway, because of the whole COVID stuff. But yeah yeah damn that sucks yeah i've heard of people like uh ski racers they were like driving down to provincials and literally like they're almost there and they have to turn around yeah yeah it's it sucks but yeah (laughs) crazy well one long time no chat two um i i actually don't know like that much about your whole story of like what got you into snowboarding so i'd love to ask you like how did you get to where you are now yeah so I think it started with skateboarding. Like, I was always skateboarding, like, even when I was, like, five. So I started skiing, though, before that. But I think I just, like, fell in love with board sports because of skateboarding. And I don't know, I wanted to try snowboarding. So I started that when I was, like, seven and pretty much just cruised around. I always, like, looked at the park and wanted to go in so bad, but I needed to learn how to go down the hill first. (laughs) (laughs) But... Yeah, it's been sweet. Growing up, like, in between all the resorts helped a lot for that, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel you. I was, like, I grew up skiing, and then, yeah, I took up skateboarding. I wasn't any good, but I think my parents bought me, like, a Tony Hawk video or something. Yeah. And I would watch it on repeat. It was, like, his first 900. It was, like, this X Games movie. And then at the end, they had some guy who was, like, showing skateboard, how to do an ollie, how to, like, and I was, like, okay. So I'd rewatch the whole movie just to watch then the last part and then go outside and, like, okay, this is how I skateboard. Yeah. That's so funny. I used to do the most crazy stuff. Like, I'd I'd have my basketball net and, like, lower the net and hold the net and try and learn how to kickflip. Like, just holding myself up. But, yeah, there's so many little things you can do to learn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's it's hard at the start. Like, I, most people I don't think realize, like, I know in snowboarding, obviously, like you and, and me back in the day, like you're flying through the air and like, yeah. there's huge chance of injury and all these big tricks. But skateboarding is so technical. Oh, yeah. It's and it's concrete. So it hurts when you slam like, 
<laughs> oh yeah you may not be slamming from as far but like it hurts the same yeah yeah so what like what are some of your goals for the upcoming season or like leading into like Beijing 20 I guess that's actually pretty soon like next season if it does go on is pretty much a qualifying season yeah yeah pretty much like and they already canceled the U.S. Open like the Britain oh US yeah Open. I did see that yeah so like and that's nine nine or ten months out like I don't know I don't know it's gonna be kind of sketchy like but hopefully everything turns out good like but yeah there's not it's just a waiting game now <laughs> yeah I I heard that like that it might they might not be canceling just because of like the whole COVID but maybe because now is the time they have to get all the sponsor payments and everything and like everyone's kind of hurting from this season so they're right. like might as well cancel it instead of cancel it like last minute yeah and screw with everyone's plans and stuff that was a smart call i think yeah yeah it, it'll be interesting to see um so how did you how did you make that transition from like you went from skateboarding you started snowboarding and uh yeah you wanted to go to the park but you're like well i have to learn how to get down the hill how did all <laughs> of a sudden you start going into the park and start competing um well like when i was younger from like six to 12 I would go in the park but I wasn't like any good I'd just like follow my friends and and all that and then one night I actually had a dream it seems cliche but I had a dream <laughs> of like the snow valley park and, okay like the exact park and I hit like certain features in it in my dream and then the next day I did it and I was like oh my god this is so sick <laughs> <laughs> so yeah then I just like gradually got better from there and then I started competing at 15 yeah when I was 15 and then it just took off, like, you know, like doing all the Snowboard Ontario events. And then that leads to like the Air Nations and you kind of like work up and then you get addicted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah. I like that story that you like dreamed it because, um, yeah, it sounds stupid. And I like probably haven't shared this with many people, but I remember sitting, I think I was grade seven or eight. Like when I started snowboarding, I started snowboarding, maybe I was like 12 or 13. Mm -hmm. I was I remember sitting in class and I just watched you know the MVP movies with like the yeah. monkey and then there's the <laughs> one where he's snowboarding oh my god so I I was sitting in class and I was just so tuned out of whatever was going on and I started yeah. daydreaming about being like the kid in the movie snowboarding down like I don't know he was like an aspen or something yeah and like and I was like oh I want that to be my entire life and so then I remember we were doing a task in class about like what you want to be. And it was supposed to be like the person sitting beside you writing yeah. down like, uh, like kind of like your goals for you. And so I told them, I was like, yeah, I want to be a pro snowboarder. They're like, huh? You snowboarded twice. I'm like, mm, I just had a dream about it. And so, <laughs> yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's funny how those things like so weird, like, uh, you know, that movie is just like a silly movie, but yeah. it kind it's of changed movie. them change the path I should yeah that should be a good throwback movie to watch right now actually true yeah it's it's pouring out maybe I'll do that tonight oh <laughs> uh, is it raining there I think the rain is coming up here pretty soon maybe tonight yeah you're in Ottawa right mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so maybe it's moving up north who knows yeah hopefully have, have you guys had the the hot spell oh my gosh yeah it's been like 30 degrees the past week it's been it's sweet crazy. though I'm down <laughs> I know it does feel nice to like switch into summer but it's been so hot yeah so what what like keeps you in Ontario because in the snowboard community if those who who don't know are here people at West call us on on terrible <laughs> I know I know it sucks 
I don't know. I, I, I just, I love Ontario. I have so many memories here and there's the parks are wicked. Like, well, Louis park is wicked. And I don't know. I just find it like a home base for when I, like when I come home from traveling, like I can just be home and I don't know the lakes in Ontario, just, I don't know. Everything about it is just wicked. Like Georgia Bay surfing, like lake surfing. Um, yeah, I just love where I live. I don't know. I don't really want to leave. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I like that because I think, you know, if you're out in Whistler, like, especially if your whole life is snowboarding, you're never really just, like, off because yeah. you're you're just there. Like, that's your whole life. So you probably, yeah. you get to hang out with friends maybe that don't snowboard and, and like, mm -hmm. school friends or whatever that is. Yeah. Like, I like going to Whistler and, like, taking advantage of it, however, like, however long I'll be there for and then going home instead of, like, because I feel like if I was there 24-7, I'd be like, oh, it's sunny, but, like, I went up yesterday kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. If Jenna is on here, uh, shout out to Jenna because she was, like, the only person in Whistler that would, like, come ride with me when I would make trips out there in the spring because I would come out and somehow bring all the bad weather with me. Like, yeah. two weeks of rain and nobody but... would go. Like, literally, no one was riding for those two weeks. Yeah. And uh, Jenna would join me and we would ride all day and just have a blast. Like, even in the fog where you can't see in front of you. Yeah. She um, but... screaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 100%. That's yeah. the only way I knew where she was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't see her, but I can hear her. <laughs> so oh, man. true. Yeah, that, that was that was cool because, like, most people I found took it for granted. Like, they were there all the time. So it was like, okay, yeah. well, I'm a fair weather boarder. Oh, she says she's still here. <laughs> uh -huh. Those oh. were good times, Jenna. Yeah, I loved riding with Jenna. Oh, yeah. The I, best. She's probably screaming in her house right now. <laughs> <laughs> for anyone who's on here and doesn't know Jenna, Jenna is a 2014 Olympian in snowboarding. So she's an OG. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I totally agree. I think if you live near the mountains, you might have, yeah, that like, you, you don't go up on those days and you, you don't, you know, value it maybe as much. Um, do you yeah. find like, I, I, something that I noticed was a lot of the Ontario and Quebec snowboarders actually had kind of an advantage because like we've ridden in all different conditions, like ice, yeah. like we don't have that perfect jumps. Do you find that to, to be true when you go to competitions? Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, a lot of people are, like, super picky. Like, oh, it's, it's too icy right now. Like, and you're like, well, that's the way it is. You have to ride it. Like, <laughs> it. It makes you a better rider, like, being able to go through any kind of, like, thing that is thrown at you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going to Whistler and some people didn't go up because they said it was too cold. And it, I was like, this is a warm day at Trombla. Like, a very yeah. warm day. I know. Like. <laughs> like whatever it's snowboarding yeah it's uh, yeah half the time anyway so why not make it good someone asked me what's my 100 meter i have no idea what my 100 meter is i don't think i've ever timed 100 meters since like <laughs> elementary school like a sprint yeah <laughs> <laughs> what's your 100 meters i have no idea no. <laughs> i never time time anything other than like longer runs or something like that but like 100 meters yeah. is so hard to time because you know like at the olympics or something it takes people like 10 seconds or sub 10 yeah. so it's like every point second like i i think the difference actually in like a high school athlete versus a college is like it's it's not even full seconds sometimes yeah. so you know like I, I, you wouldn't have an accurate reading if you just set your timer like you would need like a really professional timer to know what your 100 meter time is yeah Jeez, I can't even imagine trying to do that. 
<laughs> what what is your training looking like right now? Uh, well, I actually just bought a squat rack, which is sweet. So, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I set that up in my garage, and I have a barbell. But the only thing is, like, it's sold out everywhere. Like, anything, like, equipment like that is sold out. So I've been, like, on Marketplace every day. <laughs> but I found a girl that sell like, buys from, um, it's called York. Like, the weights are called oh, York. Yeah. yeah, and she buys it from them and then sells them to people for a normal price. So I'm just waiting for her to get all the, like, the orders in and... Yeah, so right now I just have the barbell, but it's it's good enough, and have a chin-up bar, so d- doing those little workouts, and I have, like, a box jump, and then, yeah, biking, dirt biking, anything kind of fun like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, yeah, I've been I've been trying to do the same thing, but every, like, bumper plates and weight plates, they're all sold out. It's crazy. Yeah, it's I am. Um, yeah, I bought a barbell at the start of this from, I think it came from Edmonton. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I, it arrived and I was like, well, I have no weights. So yeah. I, I was lucky enough a gym lent me some bumper plates, like whatever they had left. Cause they gave their members to rent like whatever other ones. Yeah. And yeah, I have some York bumpers, a few different ones, but they're all like, like, I, I don't have any 25 pound plates. So whenever I like make weight jumps, I have to make like really big jumps or yeah. I'm, I'm missing like no 25s, no 15s. I just have 45s, 15s and 10. So it's like, Jeez. it's scrambling to like figure out what to put on, but it's definitely better than having nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just waiting for that stuff to come in. But until then, I'll just do what I can with what I have. I like it. Yeah. And I saw the other day you were doing that like reaction training thing. Yeah, that was cool. So that's with, um, it's called Go Smart Labs. Okay. And the guy that, like, does it, his name's Scott. It's pretty much trying to train your brain to react quicker. And, like, there's a bunch of agility, like, courses you can do with it. Like, the one he made me do, there was, like, a BOSU. And I had my snowboard on, and I had to balance on it with, like, music I hated in my ears. So, like, a bunch of distractions and stuff. (laughs) And do the sensor. And see if like I could block it out but yeah it's pretty cool it's like really sciencey <laughs> yeah that sounds awesome okay but the main question is what music was that they had to put on uh well I put on country because I, oh, I hate country. yeah I yeah. hate country too <laughs> yeah. and why does everyone think people from Ontario all like country I don't get it oh, probably because no. all the farmland but like no, I hate it. It's trash. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm, I'm on the same team. Yeah, so yeah. I did a Instagram live with uh, a rugby player from the States, and he was telling me, like, about the type of music he likes. And he asked me what kind I like. He's like, I bet you like country. And I was like, I'm offended. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's like I drive a truck, and I live out in the country, and everyone's like, oh, are you going to go to, what's it called, like, Boots and Hearts? I'm like, no. never no Uh, okay good I I, yeah I'm on the same team my my grandpa loves country music and growing up uh we would like be at the cottage all summer and he would play it at from 9 a.m till noon every Sunday but we always wanted to sleep in yeah so that would like wake us up so we started going to bed with headphones oh my god so we would be able to block it out because every week even till this day is the same songs it's like old country music yeah and oh my gosh and (laughs) The worst part was my brother for about like four, was it four years? He he told my grandpa that he liked country music and like bought CDs and everything. Oh, no. And then one summer he admitted he he told us privately he was like, guys, I just did it to make grandpa happy, but I don't actually <laughs> like it. <laughs> and finally, we're like, thank God because like you're the only one supporting this. We all yeah, love this. 
Oh my, that's uh, so good. <laughs> oh yeah, country music, the worst. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we were just talking about training. Um, what, like people who are on here who might not snowboard, obviously snowboarding is a huge injury sport. What injuries have you had and like, what was the worst one? Um, well, I've been pretty lucky with injuries. Like the only one I've pretty much got was a dislocating, like dislocated elbow on my left side. So it doesn't straighten out all the way. See, it's like bent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it it sucks, but <laughs> it's not that bad because arms don't really do anything in snowboarding. <laughs> like either, like they only just guide pretty much and grab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, a little bit, but <laughs> that's true. But yeah, it, it sucked though. That was in New Zealand where I did it at the World Cup in Kadrona. Yeah. In 2017, but. Yeah, that's the only one I've, like, I've smashed myself, but haven't really, <laughs> haven't really got anything. That's good. That's lucky. <laughs> yeah. I know, like, one of my last seasons, I, yeah, I, I hurt my elbow the same, but, like, in the opposite kind of way, I kept landing. I, it was actually at Mount St. Louis, and I kept landing with my arm outstretched, and yeah. so, like, from it smashing the ground, it, like, strained the, um, I think it was the MCL of the elbow, and so yeah. then it was, like, oh, so painful, even just to touch it. I remember like going to the gym that summer and I couldn't do anything with that elbow for like a year because it was just like it was the same thing like straightening it hurt so badly I know yeah they put me in like a brace it looked like a robot arm and it tried to like stretch your arm out and like I'd be crying I remember Ose would be like beside me like you have to put it on I'm like (laughs) like I'd rather not and just be bent this way (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's that's a tough part my brother broke his yeah. collarbone like two years ago and yeah he had to make a decision like do I get the surgery or do I permanently have this problem and yeah. it's so easy to like you know you you kind of want to like for him he he could keep skiing if he kind of just let it go like after a few yeah. weeks but then they said like yeah but if you fall on it again you're pretty much screwed so but then he had to get the surgery so then he was off the whole season and then a year later to get the pins out it's yeah. like a whole other six months or whatever that you're off again so yeah that that's a tough part because I find like probably most of us action sport athletes have like things that we're going to be banged up for life from yeah oh yeah like and it sucked because when I was there they were like because I chipped a bunch of like bone off one of my bones I don't even know which one and they were going to do the surgery to remove them and if they remove remove them at the time my arm would be straight now Mm. but they didn't because they didn't think it was too major but when I got back to Canada they were like the doctor's like, yeah, this will be like three to four months and then you can go snowboarding and the guys in New Zealand told me it'd be six weeks and I was like, whoa, like, uh, I was not expecting that at all. So it, it sucked, but yeah. Okay. yeah, those are always tough decisions because I, like I know um, when I was coming up snowboarding, like all my decisions were so like they were short term. I was like, I'm getting back to riding tomorrow. Yeah, and now I start to feel like the consequences a little bit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh well. Well, as long as you can prolong getting there as much as yeah. you can, because yeah, don't get to where I am where my shoulders hurt every day. And oh my god, yeah, but you're jacked as hell, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it, it helps, but at the same time, like that's actually like one of my biggest limits in in CrossFit and really? competing is like my overhead because of True. and like people always say like well crossfit's bad on your shoulders i'm like actually all my shoulder injuries come from snowboarding and no one like yeah. like how and i was like wow i just land upside down on my shoulder a lot yeah yeah that's yeah all my all those injuries like they come back and it's funny because 
one one cool like correlation that I was telling somebody about injuries is like as an action sport athlete I find that you or we we have like crazy pain tolerances because I remember one time I got off a flight and I was in Whistler and like my hip had like this big problem yeah and it turned out I had like a partially torn labrum in the end but I didn't find that out till like long time and like the whole season I could land in a squat fine like after jumps or whatever like because it's adrenaline it was so fast but I couldn't even squat like an empty barbell like it was just like giving out on me because it was so painful so weird eh but I, I find like in, in sports, I don't know if you've noticed this, but like when you're actually in the moment, you don't notice it at all. Yeah. Jeez. I know um, it's crazy. Yeah. I, so I read this thing uh, I, on the internet. I was like creeping everything that you're on, on online. And yeah. I saw that you, you really like this book that had to do with the, like the flow state. Yeah. And um, yeah, I would love to talk more about the flow state because most of the people I've had on, I had Lori at the start and we talked a little bit about it. Um, yeah. But I've had athletes from different sports where, like, we've talked a lot about mindset, but in action sports, especially, like, you're almost because of the danger of it all, like, you're forced into the moment. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd love for you to share some insights about the flow state and, like, its importance in snowboarding. Yeah. So, yeah, that book really explains it well. Like, something just clicks in your mind and, like, you can't hear, like, nothing like all your senses are just focused in on what you're doing in that very moment and like for me snowboarding like if I'm dropping in for a run I always have music in and as soon as like it's on full blast as soon as I drop in and then I drop in and you can't I can't hear it anymore like at all it's insane so yeah it's it's crazy I don't even know how it happens especially (laughs) with extreme sports people because you just, yeah, I don't know. I, I like living for that moment because it feels so good once it stops and you realize what just happened. You're like, wow. Like, that's what makes you addicted to it, I think. Yeah, I don't know. I yeah. totally agree. If I saw Jenna was like giving a heart out here. So, Jenna, if you're still on, you're also going to like this because I know she's into this type of stuff. But um, in the book, The Power of Now, um, the author like talks about yeah, mindfulness and like being in the present moment. And yeah. he actually like put a whole like paragraph about how people use extreme sports to do that. Like that actually like drives people into the, into the present moment without them being really like, you know, forcing it or being aware of it Yeah. because like you have to be paying attention. Like I remember I used to play hockey mm-hmm. and when I was playing hockey, I would like think of songs in my head sometimes. Like I would be going around the ice and like, oh, da, 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 like in my, just singing and humming a song in my head but when you're snowboarding like you are on like unless yeah. it's like a super chill day and you're like chilling around mm-hmm. but like especially when you're competing like you, you get yeah. to the end of the run and you're like wait like what just happened yeah you can't even remember anything <laughs> yeah but yeah it's uh, so cool it's almost like driving like you know when you're, you're driving and you don't even like nothing you don't think about turning like you just do it yeah kind of like that that would be a good like analogy to yeah I I totally think that's true and I think like I remember when I was learning how to drive I don't know if you experienced this too but like those first few days you're driving especially when you go on the highway for the first time you're like so scared you're like you're paying attention to everything because you're like this car could hit me this car could hit me and then all of a sudden it becomes I think because of the danger of it as well like all of a sudden you you don't realize how dangerous it is and you're just driving down the highway not realizing that there's a car going 120 like a meter away from you yeah like when I think when you think too when yeah it's definitely when you think too hard and try and think of everything that's when stuff goes wrong like for snowboarding and 
when there's a run and there's like six things, you can't be thinking of the third thing. You have to be thinking, okay, I'm hitting the first rail and that's it. And then you land and then it's the next thing. But like subconsciously, you don't like really say that out loud. Yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. I Flowing. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah, no, it's so true. And I think that's what makes snowboarding so like difficult, especially a slope style run. Yeah, because like you have like just seeing even just like the level of X Games now, and it's like no. people are doing back to back triple corks. Imagine like you just landed a triple cork, and now within two seconds, like you're having to think yeah. about the exact next triple cork. Like it's, it is pretty crazy. Like the power of our Those... minds and our bodies to like, yeah, just move on to the next thing. Yeah, it's it's insane. That's yeah, it is crazy. So which do you like best now? Like I, I think when I when I basically like retired, I say retired because it sounds better than quitting. But <laughs> anyways, I'm, I'm sticking with retiring. Yeah. Um, uh, that like big air was coming up on the scene. So it wasn't in the Olympics yet. And like, I know we had a few opportunities to join some world cup big airs. Like I think my last season, but like, I think Lori took the opportunity that most of us were like, mm, we have slope style the next day. And yeah. you know, there's a few <laughs> different things. So I know now you've been competing a lot in big air and big air has had a bigger presence in um like in events and especially now in the olympics yeah. which do you like best and like why um i like slope style more just because i like jumps and rails yeah and like i love rails like i think too much sometimes but <laughs> yeah we need rail are... jams in the olympics i know i would be so down <laughs> if, if they put rail jams back in the olympics I will claim it here that I will try to come back to snowboarding. Yeah, I'm <laughs> it'd be so fun. <laughs> I'm coming out of retirement because I would love that. Like I, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm I'm addicted to rails. I love rails. But like when it's a like crappy day, that's I'm so excited. I'm like rail day. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I can only imagine like for a half pipe rider when you have a crappy day. Like what can you do? <laughs> How much? I don't know. <laughs> like what do you do? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm glad. Well, I'm not glad that I never rode half pipe. Half pipe is so technical, and I have crazy yeah. respect for anyone who rides pipe. But yeah. we don't have like hardly any half pipes in Canada. Yeah, it's. I think the only one now, like the only 22, is in Calgary. Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy. It is but. crazy. Like to think about. It. I was talking to someone in the states, and they were saying like they were coming off snowboarding, and like they still have a lot. Yeah. And so you know they they don't understand that there's like we have that difference where there's like one in the country i know it's pretty crazy to think like there's one at, one at louis but i'm pretty sure it's an 18 yeah is, i like it it's fun because it's like smaller <laughs> oh yeah yeah dean oh he asked before and i forgot to ask he asked where both of us are from i'm from ottawa and you can uh, oh, say where you're yeah. from <laughs> i'm from barry ontario yeah <laughs> so both in ontario canada yeah. but i think how far we're like eight hours apart i think yeah, around there. Yeah, mm -hmm. like seven to eight. You'd one time, oh, crazy times. I So I used to drive because I lived at um, Elliot Catton's parents' house for a season. No in, way. Yeah, in Collingwood. My first season, like, was, uh, was simple. Um, cool. And so uh, I would – so my dad lent me his van sometimes. Sometimes I took the train. I would take, like, a train or the bus, yeah. multiple buses. Someone would pick me up in Barrie usually and drive me to Collingwood once I got there. But it was, like – like a full day of travel like so yeah oh my <laughs> gosh crazy but one time so or I guess a couple times he lent me the van and on the way back actually I think this time I'd gone to um Kirsten's place for yeah. something and I drove back and it took me uh 12 hours straight of driving to go back wow. 
to my house because it was such a bad snowstorm that yeah. all the roads were closed between um, uh, Collingwood and Barrie. So I had to go through like farm fields. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, once I got to Barrie to get to Toronto, I was stuck behind snowplows. Oh, no. it was like the longest day of my life especially like there's nowhere to stop and go pee because like you don't want to get off because you're like in a snowstorm yeah, yeah. oh my god I never forget that. Dean Schneider said he's in South Africa oh wow damn that's cool there's a big time difference so thank you for tuning in <laughs> <laughs> so what what's been like your favorite moment of your career so far I know you've competed like at the youth Olympic games and like I, I that looked really cool I know I was yeah. always too old which I'm really sad about <laughs> I know I'm pretty lucky to fall on that like year of when I got to go like that was cool that was a really cool experience yeah that's um, awesome that was probably one of my favorite moments I think winning nationals was cool too though yeah that would be awesome yeah there's so many like I don't even know so many good ones yeah Oh man, that's that's what I miss the most is like traveling, like going to junior worlds and you're hanging out with the same people who like yeah. you see all the time, but they're all from like different countries. That's those are the best best times. I know, I miss it. Like, you get so close with everyone because you just travel everywhere, and then you go home and you're like, I want to go again, <laughs> wherever. I want to go to Switzerland again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, so Dean asks, what does it take to be the best? Ooh, that is Work? a deep question. I get yeah, that is deep. There's so many aspects of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I would say work hard, set goals. That's how you get to be the best at anything. I would, I would think. Yeah. Well, yeah, I I agree. There's like so many different things that people put in to complicate it, but realistically, it's like set a goal and work really hard to get there. Yeah. And that's, that's pretty all, much about it. <laughs> all it is, yeah. <laughs> By the way, if anyone wants to submit some questions, I will totally ask them. So. Um, yeah, send it some questions, and uh, I'll make sure to get to them. <laughs> um, okay, what what else do I have? I, I wrote down some questions here. Um, oh, yeah, okay. So we talked a little bit about flow state when we came to mindset. What about, yeah. like, of pushing past the fear that there is, that, like, snowboarding has over a lot of other sports? Like, I know when I was on the team, like, we worked with some sports psychologists, but I found they didn't really, like, the ones who never worked in snowboarding or action sports didn't really get it because – they um they worked with sports where it was like performance anxiety like it was yeah. it was like okay like you go to a hockey game and you're worried about what if you like miss the winning shot but I feel like in snowboarding that's maybe not your biggest fear like there's a lot of fear even around just like getting injured because it's like you know in hockey you miss yeah. a shot what happens nothing happens to you it's just like you miss no. a shot but in snowboarding you take off wrong like something pretty bad could happen <laughs> yeah. so how, how do you like deal with that like in the moment or like even just how do you deal with that in general um yeah like that's my biggest thing of fear like I don't want to get hurt and not be able to snowboard that's my biggest thing so I don't know sometimes you just have to say like I know how to do this trick and I'm gonna do the components of the trick first and then you just have to try it just like you have to suck it up and just try whatever you're trying but there's other things now, like the airbag at Maximize, like that can help a lot. That's taught me a lot of stuff. So, but yeah, it takes a lot of time to get over it. Yeah. That's why I'm still doing it too. <laughs> I think it's a, yeah, it's a never ending process. 
um, for those who don't know, she's talking about this airbag that's over um, in Quebec. And actually, it's not it's not too far from me, maybe two hours. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I really should go, actually. You should. Um, but yeah, someone <laughs> said they relax when they hear my voice. That I've never got that before. I, <laughs> I get the opposite, usually. <laughs> but thank relax. you. <laughs> maybe a really good compliment today. I'm going to go into the rest of the day with a like to overconfident and annoy everybody by talking yeah. too much. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the airbag is like they have, so I think some people might, might be used to seeing like where people tr practice tricks into a normal airbag that's like flat, but at, yeah. at Maximize they have the airbag that's the same kind of like angle as a landing. So you can hit the jump and like do your tricks and land as if you were riding out of a jump. So it's a little bit more realistic. Um, yeah. And you can get the feeling of landing on your board. Cause I do feel like, you do it on the flat airbag one a lot of people hurt their knees on that yeah. when you like have that sudden stop and then like your knee or your ankle and twist your head too yeah oh yeah that's true <laughs> one, one time at camp of champions i missed the airbag no it, yeah where'd you land <laughs> um yeah like i went up and i like went kind of up and like my board kind of caught it and i went like i i just i don't know what happens like i hit an why. edge on or caught an edge on the takeoff since then, I never hit an airbag again. Like, I somehow made it out without, like, any bad injuries, but it gave me, like, fear. So if, if there was a maximized airbag, I would be so much more down, I think. Oh, yeah. It's so fun. Like, once you hit it once and get it over with, like, it's fine. It's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that sounds super fun. Like, they have yeah. such a good setup, like, where you can just, you know, go up and down and up and down and try different things. Yeah, it's a wicked setup. I wish I lived closer to that. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, maybe next summer if, uh, yeah, if everyone goes, is going there training, maybe I'll have to come by and trampoline yeah, you, or something or film yeah. or something. You have to come when, because we go with Sam, like Marcotte. Yeah. A bunch of the senders and we go and it's like the best. <laughs> All right, I'm going to come. Yeah, I'm going to come hang. Yeah. I haven't, uh, yeah, I haven't talked to Max Hano in a while, but we used to stay in touch about different things, strength and conditioning and just yeah. training and whatever. So, yeah, I'm sure maybe he'll let me come by and film or yeah. do something. For sure. Oh, that'd be awesome. So what what do you think also about, like, all these format changes in slope style? If For people who are watching, so if you don't know, I think most people here know about snowboarding, but um, slope yeah. style is, like, all the jumps and the rails in, in a run, and you're doing these tricks, and it's judged. But now they've been trying to change it up instead of, like, most places had maybe three jumps and three rails or something pretty similar to that. But now they're changing it up, putting, like, half-pipe features, transitions, um, judging where they just judge the rails, just judge the jumps, putting it together. How do you like those, um, like, those changes that they've been making? Uh, I Like, they're all right. I the only thing I just have to get used to like the more transition features but those are hard those are tough yeah and I thought I would have been like way used to them more because I, I always loved half fight and I competed in it for a while so it it's just different I just need to get used to it more and it'll be better but I think it's a good idea why they're doing that like it's just been straight jump like down down rail like for so long it, it needs like something new to different initiate everybody mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think Lori said the same thing and she said the same thing about the transition feature that she needs to practice more and i think like i think just the issue with that is like most people only see it when they get to an event so they don't they haven't yeah. had like the chance to practice on it all the time yeah yeah exactly it's almost like you know like how we, we talked about how there's like one half pipe in the country because it's so one it's just so expensive hey yeah. audrey what is going on 
Audrey. Um, yeah, like it's so expensive. So I think it's probably equally as expensive to like make a whole half a half pipe wall to like practice the transition feature. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's crazy Interesting. though. Interesting. Okay, I think I see I have a question in this little box. Let's see. Uh, someone asked, how much do you currently love your current team? <laughs> My current team? Like, well, I ride with the senders and I love everyone on it. Like, it's the best vibes. I can't even explain. It's too fun. <laughs> it, so it's, everyone there has always been the greatest. Man, like this winter, I was mind blown because I was like with the Canada team and stuff other winters mm -hmm. and but this winter has been the funnest ever like so many good times and everyone just makes you laugh so hard like there's just one there's this one kid on the team his name's Jonah and he just sends like his, I think he's been riding for two years now and he does like double team dogs off junkyard jumps like the oh gnarliest things I've ever seen and he's just loves life <laughs> That's amazing. That's actually, you know what, I bring those memories, like, remind me, like, how much I missed that, because when I learned how to snowboard, I, uh, like, I had no coach up here. There's, like, yeah. I live in Ottawa, so there's, like, the hills take 10 seconds to go down. Like, oh it's kind of, I mean, hills aren't huge where, where you are either, but, yeah. like, here, there's, there's no people who compete, really. There's no, like, yeah, there's no hard. scene. There's no team. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I remember, yeah, once I was, like, because yeah, the first like actually the whole reason I had to get a coach and and you know join the senders which was simple snowboarding back then yeah. was because uh when the I guess it was 2011 when they announced that slope style would be in the Olympics they made a junior national team and I got on it without like I didn't even know someone emailed me and was like yeah. hey did you know they announced a junior national team I'm like there's a junior national team yeah, like I, <laughs> I I had no idea because it was like it was their first year ever making any sort of slope style national team yeah and so uh yeah so part of like you know the whole thing with insurance and everything is like you have to have a coach and also because I wanted to pursue it I was like well I need to have a coach yeah so that's why we ended up like talking to Sam and then I I got convinced to move down there and live with Elliot's parents um which was cool and yeah. uh yeah I, those days were the best like um Trevor would pick me up every morning and we would go to <laughs> Tim Hortons on the way to and from the hill Oh my um, gosh. Yeah. His car would almost break down all the time. <laughs> Multiple so times cool. I've driven him to the hospital because <laughs> he would always <laughs> think he has a concussion and I'd have to drive his car. Um, but yeah, like just the kids on the team who would send it, like even the ones like yeah. who weren't competing, like that was a cool part is because even though I was like part of the national team program, then it wasn't so worked out. It wasn't until like my last year really that we had all the national team camps. Yeah. It was like pretty much you're working with your normal team. Mm -hmm. like as per normal so I, I remember those days like those people that bring the that energy and like they love snowboarding just, just because of snowboarding oh they're just the best <laughs> people <laughs> yeah I love it like if anyone snowboards and wants to do it every weekend you should go and sign up with the senders <laughs> yeah you oh, that's, it. that's awesome that it kind of reminds me of like so up here there's the universities have like a ski and snowboard team Mm -hmm. and um it's a little bit different vibes because like I love the, the senders and especially because also like at the same time of all those great vibes people are still like you know they're competing and working towards these goals yeah. but um my brother goes every weekend to Trombla with like the university teams and he, did, he didn't even go to any of the schools that are on the teams but he just knows <laughs> all the people who runs it um and he says like the vibes are so good they're all just they love skiing so much I think yeah. they party a little bit more than I ever would but <laughs> yeah apart from that 
that whole aspect like they just do it because they love it and that's yeah. that's really the cool part because when it yeah. comes to other sports there ne- there isn't necessarily that aspect like you know if you you do track and field like you're pretty done track and field when you're yeah. when you retire like you don't continue going no. to track and field training but snowboarding <laughs> you you want to continue like for life yeah it's a life sport and i love that yeah that's awesome that's super cool so yeah. where is um like what's what's the your most favorite place that you've traveled to for snowboarding um i think prague was pretty sick but also switzerland mm. like we went to sasfe in uh when was that november but when we went like i forget what was the reason yeah like too much snow it's oh, a good problem there. yeah they closed the park permanently when we got there so we were there for like two and a half weeks with no park so we just did groomers and pow but it was with the sender so it was obviously like the best time ever <laughs> that's awesome that sounds yeah. so cool oh yeah. i want to go to switzerland really badly i know i want to go somewhere yeah. I think like if this whole quarantine ends, I'm gonna like bring my camera and uh, I'll just be everyone's filmer for a season or something. Yeah, you should. <laughs> I'm Thanks. I'm very down because I want to go back to all these places. Cause I like when I was competing, like I just went wherever competitions were, and like yeah. I I couldn't go to New Zealand. Like I had like a summer job, and then I couldn't go yeah. to um yeah like, yeah like we I guess not many people at that time were really going to Switzerland um, yeah. until like maybe like my final season. And so now, like, seeing everyone going to these places, I was like, I would love to go and just be able to snowboard and even, like, ride POW because, like, yeah. like you know, unless there's some situation that forces you to go ride the POW, pretty much you, you're training all the time. Like, you're, yeah. you're going to places for the park. Yeah. You should just coach. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. If I film, though, I have less responsibilities. I could just hang out. <laughs> True. <laughs> I feel like coaching is, is stressful in itself but in some ways. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Definitely on trips more. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. So I have some quick fire questions. Oh, actually no, I had I had another question I wanted to ask you before we yeah. get into quick fire questions. Um. So yeah, like you've I the couple times I've had different athletes on, we talk about um sponsorships and business and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And um, I know you have like Swatch and Roxy, like these big companies. Mm-hmm. Um, how how did it come to be with these sponsorships? be my coach yes audrey i will be your coach <laughs> your personal coach not a whole team of people not a whole team <laughs> coach. yes a motivational coach i'll just like yes. cheer you up put airpods in and i'll like talk into your phone and it'll be perfect <laughs> <laughs> um okay but yeah like sponsors so how did this come how did you like get these sponsorships and like what advice would you give to younger athletes who are coming up and looking to you know break into getting sponsorships yeah so i got into it like well, I, I started working as park staff at Snow Valley, and my, like, um, boss there, his name's Trevor Jennings. I don't know if you know him. But, okay, uh, yeah, I, I think I've heard of him. Yeah, and he's he used to compete in half-pipe and stuff, so he was, uh, he rode for Quicksilver, and so he set me up with the rep, and that's how I kind of got with Roxy. I sent them, like, an edit and stuff like that, and that clicked with them and then swatch came to me somehow that i got an email one day while i was in quebec actually for the uh scaffolding bigger and yeah we had a phone call and it just clicked and they're they're awesome i love them but yeah i would give advice to like kids who are trying to get sponsored to just like 
not push it on them because companies don't like that, but, <laughs> and, and be, be professional with them. Um, whatever it is, like make a video, write a little like report, not a report, but like tell them about yourself and stuff, just stuff like that. Just yeah. be yourself with them. That's all they want and mm -hmm. give them value. Yes. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I really like that too, because I think like a lot of people, they go even actually, so there's like a, one of like, um, my clients in the agency, um, they, I, they got a message from a kid who wants to be sponsored for something for tennis, yeah. I think the other day. And, uh, just seeing his, his response, I was like, well, because I know like he's a young hustler and he's like me back <laughs> in the day, I was like, I'm going to respond to him and give him the email of who he should contact. But yeah. like, if I was actually the company, I probably like wouldn't respond because the way he put it was all like, you know, I'm this age and I need to have a sponsor because I need yeah. to do this and this. And I was like, well, if you're just talking about yourself, like that's no way to start any sort of relationship. No. Like you need to either like just start a relationship, like how you kind of had where you had that connection with somebody and yeah. um, they kind of got you in the door. And then also like, yeah, proving that you can, you can provide value. Like, you know, if, yeah. for me, it was like reaching out to a company and being like, Hey, like you, you are in like fitness and health. Um, you don't have any snowboard athletes. And if you want to break into the snowboard scene and people who are training, like yeah. I could help you get into that market and, Versus, yeah, if I just went and said, like, hey, this is my results and I need money to get to this next event, like, yeah, how, what, what does that do for anybody? Like, it just, uh, just asking people for stuff is not yeah. really going to come off super no. authentic. No, it's not, like, yeah, and that's why companies, like, shoo a lot of people away is just for that reason, mm -hmm. but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, the, yeah, it's, it's one of the things, like, there's obviously companies, you know, they have limited budget and everything, but, like, I, I truly believe if you can show the value first, there's, yeah. there's a way to make it work. Even if you're starting super small, like, you know, if they have no budget to add someone to their team, they they still have like some product or something where if you can prove yourself for a year, yeah. it could really help you move up. But yeah, it's not going to happen if you just make a big ask no. <laughs> off the get-go. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If anyone wants to submit last minute questions, let me know. But I have like some um, quick fire questions and actually one of them was, actually two of them are ones that were submitted um previously in the week cool. and so the first one is one someone submitted and they ask you how many red bulls do you drink in a day <laughs> um i'm actually not that crazy like i don't know <laughs> two it depends two is <laughs> actually kind of crazy i don't know i don't know <laughs> i'm on like know, coffee number three. coffee number two but like i would not drink two i don't think i drink two red bulls in a day i don't know if red bull you're seeing this and you want to work with me? I will drink five. <laughs> I will drink five. Yeah, like, I don't know. Especially the peach flavor. Like, I'll definitely have more than two. I don't know. Oh, I have to try that one. I really liked, so my favorite was, like, the winter edition. Yeah. That one was so good. It was, like, plum something. Yeah. Yeah. I, 23 to kill you. Oh, God. Oh, oh there, there you go. No problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> playing hockey there was a girl on my team we were like 12 she was drinking like four before the game and I was like um you're gonna that's die yeah, <laughs> I was like I'm like, gonna talk to your parents I don't think that's okay I was in Italy with Sam in January and there was like because it was a world cup there was like Red Bull like provided right at the right at the top of like where you drop and I don't know why I would have so many like probably like four in the morning like <laughs> not like right before I rode but like I like take three laps and like have one and then like another oh five God. and just crush one like I don't know it's fun <laughs> you probably had to go pee like every lap then after that yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my gosh. Well, yeah, but I, I mean, they are good. I like Red Bull, but and yeah. I, I really, yeah, I haven't tried. I'm going to have to try the summer flavor. Honestly, I've been like hiding out in my house. And so I haven't gone to the, st- I've been trying to avoid going to the store, but I know. next time I have to go, then I'll, I'll go yes. grab a Red Bull or something. Quick four pack. <laughs> yeah, just grab something. Oh yeah. yeah. But I actually, last year I went to um, Austria and they had like a version of the winter edition that was like even better. Because I think, I think they're from, are they from yeah. Austria? Um, but yeah, like, I think Red Bull is from Austria. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they are too. That would make yeah. sense. And they had like this really cool one. And so I actually, I brought two of them home so that like my brother and different people could try it. And then yeah. I had one when I was there and it was called glue glue wine or something but it's like it's their kind of mulled wine like winter drink but it was that flavor so it was like it was kind of the same as like this that plummy flavor I think like the flavor they have here is almost replicated off that but it was yeah yeah, it was really good it was like a spiced winter drink wow I really liked it (laughs) those (laughs) I could drink for for sure yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right okay next one is what is your go-to hype song go-to hype song um i don't know like for snowboarding i listen to such a variety mainly rap because it just makes me feel gangster and that's how i want to look riding so yes i was telling people that like and someone was telling me like they're training music and they're like they like chill and i was like when you're snowboarding yeah like you want gangster music because you want to look gangster when you ride but also like it gives you confidence i find and also the beats are like it's not like hard rock where you're like, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like, no. it's still chill beat so you can be in like flow. Yeah, it depends. Like powder, I obviously wouldn't be listening to rap, but like. <laughs> I don't know. There's some good, good pow riders. Like when you see the street riders go to yeah. pow and they like are super gangster, like especially in those old school movies. I That's cool. That is cool. Yeah, that stuff. But like, I can't imagine listening to like Migos and like. Yeah. like <laughs> like the singing of it makes me laugh and cringe a little bit (laughs) i found a really good playlist last year called uh red bull skiing it was just on uh, spotify and uh yeah i actually really liked it for just cruising around and then i'll put on like rap when i want to like ride park or ride rails or whatever yeah but yeah i liked it a lot because it was more it was like almost like all the songs that were actually i think it was it was a compilation of all the songs that were like in the red bull ski parts Oh, cool. So it's kind of like that music that you like, you're picturing someone riding to in the back country anyway. So yeah, yeah, it's kind of epic. Have to check that out. Yeah, it's I, I listened to it on repeat last year. <laughs> um, not that I went snowboarding that often, especially with this whole thing. Like I thought I would go spring riding a lot. And then, I know, of course, I'm so excited for it. I know, it's such yeah. a bummer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that sucks. Actually, that reminds me because my brother for Christmas gave me a Tromblon day pass. And uh, one of his friends is sponsored by Tromba. So when we went one day, actually, I went one day with my dad and my dad got a pass. We went on like Valentine's or something. And then my, the other time I went, um, the friend got me a free pass because he's sponsored by them. And I drove him. And so he was like, here, thanks. Here's a pass. And then my brother still owes me a day. So now it's next season. Yeah. (laughs) I have to write it down to not forget because like a day pass is like a hundred dollars. So get it tattooed (laughs) on your arm. (laughs) You owe me a day pass. (laughs) Yeah, he always owes me something, so yeah. I need to write them all down on my arm. Classic sibling. Audrey, I Wish by Skilo. Oh, I'm going to have to check it out. I haven't heard Skilo. of it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't listened to it. Is it good? I haven't heard, I like, what is it called? I Wish, but I know Skilo, and he's he's good. Okay, all right. I'll check it out. I trust <laughs> both of your opinions. Yeah. 
Okay, someone, another question someone submitted was, when are you going to make a video part? I know, like, I need to go, well, it sucks because, so Sam filmed all my stuff this year, and it was filmed on his, like, crazy camera, I don't even know how to pronounce his camera, but, <laughs> and he can't, like, um, what's it called, retransfer me the files, so I have to go and, like, with a stick and get him to put them all on that, so I just right. need to do that one day. But hopefully soon. It's going to be soon. Awesome. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> sweet. Some of it, but I need other stuff to make it dope, so. Sick. Yeah. It's the baller song. Come on. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Yikes. Overhead. Oh, oh that's embarrassing. That's I'm so, so sorry, weird. Audrey. <laughs> Might as well leave now, Audrey. <laughs> that is oh, I I feel shame on my whole culture, actually. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Jeez. That was the best. We would rap it all the time in OSA, too. OSA freaking made it as your video part. Oh, so good. I think yeah. I just never knew, like, the name of it. Like, I always just knew it from the, like, if someone started singing it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Wish yeah. I was a little bit taller. Wish it was a yeah. baller. But then, yeah. I, just... I thought it was called baller. Like, yeah. Yeah, it was but... weird. <laughs> well, you know what? I think you should rebrand the song. It's just, yeah. yeah. Nice All right. So, next question: If you weren't a snowboarder, what would you be? Um, well, like written in all my elementary school books, like it was either pro skateboarder or doctor. Like I wanted to be a doctor for the longest time, but oh, cool. yeah, I think something probably in medical or something with science. So, yeah. I like it. It's so changing like... every day, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's always the case. Don't worry. It never ends. Like, I'm 26, no. and I'm, I'm always changing my mind about what different things I want to do. <laughs> yeah, I know. It sucks, but, like, I don't know. There's so much time. You can do yeah. anything at whatever age. Dude, it's so true, 100%. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right, what's your go-to travel food? Um... Let's see. I'm addicted to candy, so that's bad. Like, it's bad. <laughs> it's not bad. I like candy, too. I don't know. I like pretzels. Pretzels are, like, the thing, especially in the lounges. Like, there's always pretzels. That's true, actually. I don't know why. Yeah. Always. They're cheap, and they're just, like, filling. Yeah. And they're salty. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, I like pretzels, too. That's good. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I already asked you your favorite place that you traveled. All right. Well, I have one last question. This is always a tough one. So okay. sorry. <laughs> um, if you could, uh, like, if you could describe your what you want your legacy to be in one word, what would it be? Um, it can be a phrase, too, actually, because some people, they say one word, but some people said, like, a few words, you know, a phrase. And I think that's okay, because it's a tough question. Yeah. I would say... Mm. passionate maybe like, I like it that I was passionate about it um or drive driven I don't know it, that's hard <laughs> both good both good answers I asked this one athlete and I thought he was he's like a super deep thinker and I thought he was gonna say something really like yeah really deep and he said cool and I was like all right cool. <laughs> I was like I like it don't take yourself so seriously all right cool but yeah. I think it I, I like the words you chose. I think I would try to describe the same thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Jeez. Awesome. That squirrel is massive. <laughs> I thought I saw a squirrel the other day that was the size of a rabbit. 
Yeah, that, like it looked like you know those kangaroos that are buff and stuff. <laughs> you standing up like <laughs> a buff squirrel. My dog would be chasing those like crazy. <laughs> she was never gonna catch one. Just not gonna happen. And I think if she caught them, she'd actually just want to play. <laughs> That's like my dog too. Like, oh my god, I wish I could show you, but it's too far. It's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Our neighbor puts out like um breadcrumbs, and so they're yes. always on her lawn. Rabbits birds um squirrels and so yeah. then it drives my dog crazy because she'll look out the window and be like there's a squirrel like right there taunting me yeah my dog's too slow for it too <laughs> <laughs> my so um whenever my dad like takes my dog on a walk like they became best friends because they were my dad was like or growing up they said you, you cannot have a dog until you move out so the minute i moved up i got a dog <laughs> and now they're like the best friends ever and no so way. like when he takes her on a walk, if he sees a squirrel or a rabbit, he chases it with her. And, like, oh I mean, God. I would say he's, like, in good shape, but he's not, like, you know, like, running or anything. And yeah. he's running with her, like, as fast as he can. And, like, oh she'll my. never catch it because, obviously, yeah. he's even slower than her. But, like, it's so funny. That's amazing. I have five <laughs> dogs, so it's just insane if there's a squirrel Oh, my inside. God. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah, do you do that? I don't know. My family is insane. <laughs> I wish I, dogs. <laughs> I wish my family was like that growing up. I begged them for years, and then, anyways, now I got I got my own, so it's good. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, Instagram will kick us off in one minute. So, thank you cool. so much for joining me. I I really enjoyed catching up and reminiscing on old times. I know that was fun. Thank you for having me. That was that was good. No problem. If you like this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me at Natalie Allport, and check out my website, www.natalieallport.com. Thank you for tuning in.